Hubie Talks acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Welcome to Tubi Talks, a podcast series celebrating the lives of people and families who tube feed. I'm your host, author, journalist, and tube feeding parent, Melanie Dimmitt. And in this series, I'll be chatting with a vibrant mix of guests about how they go about this little known but no less worthy way of eating. Think of Tubi Talks as the chatty companion of the Blend Tube Feeding magazine a series that will see me tagging along in a day in the life of some Aussie families and people who tube feed. From a bodybuilder whose biceps rival that of Terminator-era Arnie, to a wildly popular TikTok influencer, and kids that don't let tube feeding get in the way of any fun. Prepare to be enlightened by the beauty and glorious ordinariness of our community. Chibi Talks is brought to you by Intermed Medical, who now supply the full range of Medicina products, which I can vouch for myself as a big fan of their reusable NFIT syringes. I'm starting this Tubi Talk series close to home, quite literally, with my own family's story. (coughs) That's my son, Arlo, who's almost eight years old. He lives with me, his dad Rowan and his six-year-old sister Odie in the southern highlands of New South Wales, about an hour and a half south of Sydney. Arlo joined the tube feeding community about three years ago, when a video x-ray showed that it wasn't safe for him to eat or drink with his mouth. Within three weeks of that discovery, Arlo had a gastrostomy, or G-tube, placed in his stomach, a Mickey low-profile button variety, and forevermore, he was to be fed nil by mouth. As you can hear, Arlo was a pretty happy kid. But when he first started tube feeding... This really wasn't the case. Overnight, five-year-old Arlo went from eating meals of pureed real food to having a commercial formula pumped into him gradually throughout the day. This type of nutrition works well for many people, but for Arlo, it was a disaster. He couldn't stop vomiting and was drowning in his own reflux. I'd heard about blending real food as an option for tube feeding, but whenever I suggested it to Arlo's medical team... I was told we had to get the commercial formula right first. We tried to get it right by reducing the speed that Arlo's formula was delivered, which meant he was tethered to his feed for most of the day. Still suffering epic, exorcist-style reflux despite these efforts, he was fading before our eyes. Fortunately, at this very point in time, I'd been invited back onto a podcast that is very loved and very listened to in the disability parenting space. Two Peas in a Podcast, hosted by the legends that are Mandy Hose and Kate Jones. I'd been on a couple of years prior while promoting my book, Special, and they had me back for a follow-up chat, in the middle of what I now call the worst two months of our family's life. (laughs) Anyway, hi, Melanie. Oh, Mandy, Kate, so, so good to see your faces. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, so, so happy good. to see you. The peas will be thrilled to hear your voice. Yeah, and um, leading up to Mother's Day, we'd love to speak to you and just hear how you are. And since we last spoke to you, like maybe yeah, lots nearly two has years changed. ago. You've moved. Yeah. You've left Sydney. Yes, a lot has changed and I've just had a big rant to you off air that I'm going to try and condense (laughs) now for the sake of the listeners. Alu started preschool 
this year, a mix of early intervention and mainstream preschool. Mm. Everything got a little bit, well, a lot shaken up when Mm. we discovered that um, he has been silently aspirating Mm. on every single mouthful of food and Mm. water we get into him. Mm. So we very quickly had to get a peg, put in Arlo. So that happened about six weeks ago now. And that has been a shitter of a transition. Yeah. I was saying to you before, doctors kind of say, oh, it's a really simple solution. Um, and for them, it's a very simple surgery. It's a 20-minute operation. Yes. But it's been massive sort of, you know, not only dealing with the emotional side of it and, yeah. like, you know, these silly things, like I'm worried about how Arlo is going to be able to drink alcohol. Yeah. Like the joyful part. Stuff that of- I love, which he might not even yeah. necessarily want to do, but yeah. there's all that. Rose devastated because he was the puree master chef and yeah. all of that. But then there's also all this reflux and it's not going very mm. smoothly. And mm. Arlo's been sick. We've been in and out of hospital. So I'm sure it will settle down, but it's mm. been massively disruptive to what we thought. You know, we had preschool as our point where everything would get easier after mm. that. And it's been the total opposite. I think we have to stop saying, oh, everything will get easier yeah, at this yeah, point yeah. because it never fucking happens. No, probably. never, never, never. <laughs> yeah, it is disappointing um, when you're a hopeful yeah. person. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like me and you think, well, what's coming next? It's another, yes. it's another shitty thing. That's it. And you know what I'm like? I'm there with special being like, oh, there's always a silver lining. Yeah, well. A positive philosophy. And I'm like, no, this is just a bit fucked. Yeah. yeah. And that, that'll okay. be special too. Yeah. yeah. That is special yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It's called special yeah. too. This is a bit fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That pretty much summed up where we were at with Alu's tube feeding. But then something amazing happened. Someone who listened to that episode, a mother called Erin Barnett, who has long been tube feeding her daughter, Sarah, sent me a message on Facebook saying, Melanie, from one peg mum to another, you're not going to get the formula right. Don't be scared to try blended. It doesn't have to be hard. Take the food Arlo was eating before a tube, blend that with liquid to a milkshake texture and syringe that through as a starting point. Unless he has specific dietary needs, it doesn't have to be rocket science. We took Aaron's advice, blended up what Arlo used to eat, and from the moment we put that food through the tube and into his tummy, everything changed. Arlo's reflux stopped, his spark came back, and he returned to his regular schedule of breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Usually in the company of a certain someone. You know what I need you to say? I need you to say your name and who you are. Okay. My name is Odie. I am a person. Love it. And whose sister are you? Arlo's sister. I ask Odie to tell me what she thinks about the way Arlo eats. Um, he uses it from his food tubes. He doesn't eat it from his mouth. But how does he eat it? He eats it through his second belly button. <gasps> what do you mean? He has two belly buttons, so he he can eat from his his second belly button. What do you think about that? Good. It's good. What kind of food does Arlo eat? He eats bolognese and um, blended up cupcakes sometimes. Do you when you make cupcakes with Grandma? Do you make special ones for Arlo? Yes. 
How are they special? Because they don't have any lollies on the top. And why not? Because I don't, it can't really work in the blender. That's a great blending tip. And we got many more from Arlo's dietitian, Kate Delson, who has beautifully supported us to feed Arlo a blended food diet. Are you excited about the trend and the movement toward more blended feeds being used? I am. I am. I think um, all children deserve to have a healthy, balanced diet, um, no matter what kind of whether what kind of disability they have or may not have. Um, and if we can feed a child safely um, blended foods, and, and for a lot of children, it may be a combination of both. They might have a bit of blended food, and they might have a bit of formula. Yes. it's whatever works for that individual child. Um, I often use the story where, you know, it's Easter time and all of the other siblings are getting a chocolate Easter egg from the Easter bunny and yeah. what's the harm of just melting one of those eggs and, and giving it down the tube yeah. so all of the brothers and sisters get an egg from the Easter bunny. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of family involvement I think is is really important. Yeah, we blended a slice of Rowan's birthday cake barley the other day. All right, so... I'm making an Italian white bean soup, vegan, oil-free, and high-protein, but I'm going to use butter and oil and lots of other fatty good fats for Arlo. I don't know if butter's a good fat, but it's fat. And lots and lots of extra carrots and celery. Um, That's Arlo's dad, Ro, back in the kitchen cooking for his boy. Yeah. It says nine cans of beans once I've resized it, but nine cans of beans, we don't have a pot that big, so I'll just fill it with beans till it's at the brim. That's what we do with blended recipes. You get a normal recipe and you times it by three, right? Yeah, but you can't follow the recipe, otherwise there's no spontaneity in life. Well, you don't. You're a natural cook. I follow the recipe to a T. That you've always loved cooking and you're very intuitive. Do you remember, you know, when we first got Arlo's nil by mouth command? I remember you had a reaction that I didn't at the time that you sort of felt like him getting tubes in him was like an end of life sort of scenario. Do you remember that? Yeah, it felt very um, uh, final. I guess it felt a bit palliative carey um, first off. Um, and just the fact that, you know, food is such a big part of, you know, enjoyment of life for so many people. Um, cooking and eating with people is such an enjoyable part of life. And it felt like that if he missed out on that, that he'd be missing out on a lot. But um, I sort of realized since then that, he still eats with us and we still get to make recipes that sometimes go wrong and sometimes go right for him. So, yeah. A lot of parents who, you know, might want to consider blending for their tube fed kid push against it because they think it's going to be way too much work, which it is a lot of work. What would you say to those parents? I I guess it depends on the, the parent. Like, I love cooking stuff for Odie as well. Um, and so I like cooking stuff for both of the kids. Um, and so I enjoy the process of cooking for them. 
in a way, it's easier with Arlo because I can just cram it full of all the good things that he needs that he might not necessarily have eaten by mouth. Like Odie rejects half the things I cook for her, whereas Arlo, I can just give him stuff that I know is really good for him. Um, and I mean the, you know, the evidence is in him being strong and healthy. Um, so it's a very, I guess, a rewarding thing. But I know some parents don't love cooking for their kids. And that's fine too. And I guess in that sense, formula would be a more, you know, an easier, an easier transition to formula than it was for me. If, if formula had been the right thing for Arlo, and it would have had the same, you know, if he looked as good as he looks on blended feeds as he does on formula, then I would have totally been on board with it. But it was pretty obvious that it wasn't suiting him. And, um, yeah, so now he's on blended feeds and he's looking good. So that's that's the best option for him. And that's what we'll do. Do you think you'll revive your idea back when Arlo was eating purees before he was tube fed? You had an idea for a cookbook that we were going to call Hip Hip Puree. Do you think you can revive that idea now for blended feet? <laughs> I suppose. It wouldn't be called Hip Hip Puree, though. It would be Hip Hip Blend. <laughs> that's not, not going to sell. That's not a pun at all. We could get David Beckham on the cover and blend it like Beckham. <laughs> Ro and I were very lucky that throughout Alu's journey from eating to tube feeding with formula to tube feeding with blended food, we weren't alone. The reason Alu struggled with eating and drinking is because he has quadriplegic cerebral palsy, a physical disability that impacts all of his muscles, including his tongue and mouth. This is why chewing and swallowing isn't safe for Alu. It's also why he's a wheelchair user and is non-speaking. Arlo uses an Augmentative and Alternative Communication, or AAC, device to talk using his eyes. My name is Arlo. He's still learning to master this technology, but is very good at accessing certain phrases, especially jokes. Want to hear a riddle? Yes. What does Mickey Mouse's wife drive? A minivan. (laughs) What do you call a dinosaur in car accident? Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's a good one. Arlo needs a whole bunch of support to go about his days. A lot of that support comes from me and Ro, and a lot of it comes from this person. Hi, my name's Maddie, and I know Arlo because I'm his support worker. Maddie has worked with us for years, and she was one of the first people we told when we found out that Arlo would need to be tube fed. I think I remember seeing you guys at the gate. And you just seemed a little bit off. And then you told me what happened. And I remember hearing the news. And I actually also felt quite upset about it because I'd never worked with anyone who was tube fed. I didn't know the process. I didn't know how it was going to work, whether he'd still have the same quality of life um, and how it would impact the family as well. Um, So initially I was definitely felt for you guys and was like a little bit upset myself but trying to support you best I could. So from that point when Arlo first started tube feeding to now how have your feelings around tube feeding changed? 
I guess because I come here very regularly, it just, it just feels normal. Like there's, I don't really think about it too much. It's just part of the routine. Um, Arlo's getting all the medications he needs, all the nutrition he needs, and he's like putting on weight in, in a good way. <laughs> and um, so my feelings around it are that it's extremely beneficial for him um, and that the way it's done, it doesn't feel like he's excluded from any experiences either. Yeah, and you've really helped us with some helpful tools as well like our beautiful little mortar and pestle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mortar and pestle, yeah. Yeah, because we were just, like, smushing up his medications in, like, a plastic cup with the back of a spoon for, like, a year. (laughs) This gorgeous thing, and you're like, if you guys don't use this, I'm going to use this. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, yeah. Uh, And, I mean, you've been through the whole, you know, we've ended up with blends all over the ceiling. Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) Many times. What tips do you have for people who are new to tube feeding? Okay, so first of all, when you're trying to get the air out (laughs) of the um, syringe, cover the top of it with your finger and bang it on the bench. Don't bang it without putting it, like covering it at all, because it goes everywhere. It looks like a murder. (laughs) Um, And then like slowly push the syringe up. Um, Sometimes you don't even notice that it's on the ceiling because it happens. And yes. then I've like looked, you know, possibly weeks later and been like, that's food on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's way harder to get off. Exactly, yeah. So I guess like being aware that it could it could be anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> and like with things like that, I've learned just along the way and working with other children, I work with other children who are tube fed. Um, so I learn a lot from their caregivers and parents um, and siblings. Um, and then just through my own experience and like, the mistakes I made like none of them have been terrible but I've definitely learned from them yeah but that's a good point we've we've made mistakes like we were so bumbly fumbly at the start of this mm. like not clamping stomach juice everywhere pushing air into Arlo and terrible things but he's still here like, exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> you sort of just we bumbled through together yeah. and now like you say it just feels normal like yeah. Odie and Arlo eat together. If you're here, you'll sometimes eat with them as well. We're back to that beautiful, like, shared meal at the family dinner table again. Which yeah. Which is so lovely. Yeah. yeah. And it's really nice when... Well, because Arlo can have blended food. When there's a birthday, we can blend up the cake with a bit of milk and make it the right consistency. And we can all share cake together. And I think that's really special. Arlo is helped to have his lunch by his incredible school learning support officers, one of whom we've caught on the school playground. I'm Lisa Xavier and I am one of the support teachers who works with Arlo. I actually love our meal times. It's one of my favourite times of the day. So when we're feeding um, poor Arlo, I often sing to him, which he just laughs at me mostly. Uh, (laughs) So sometimes I'll read stories. Depending on what's happening in the classroom at the time of feeding, sometimes we'll join in with what they're doing. So I might just get a little whiteboard and work with him. So I'll be writing on the whiteboard and holding things up for him. 
Uh, sometimes we'll watch stories on the iPad. <laughs> but one of the things that I absolutely love when I'm feeding Arlo is we just chat. And he, yeah, and we just tell each other little stories and little jokes and we just laugh. And it's one of the best times. I just feel like it's when I get to know him the most. It's a really little, it is, like, it's quite intimate. Like, I'm like, it's really a sweet time with him. And then he looks at me and he's laughing and talking to me. And I just love it. That's one of my favourite times. What advice would you have for an educator who's never tube fed before? Yep. The idea scares the crap out of them. What words of comfort and advice do you have for that educator? Oh look, 100% I understand, <laughs> but don't be afraid. There will always be someone originally with you who can help you learn. And once you know what you're doing, it's just second nature. It's like driving a car. You just know how to do it you just do it and it is actually like I said a really really nice time to get to know that little person don't be scared give it a go how do the other kids respond to Arlo and the way he feeds yeah do you know what? that's really interesting so in his classroom all the kids have just got completely used to it and it's just normal to them they all know how Arlo feeds at the very start of the year some of the children who weren't with him last year it was a new experience for them so we just talked them through how Arlo feeds and now they don't even really notice anything different to it they know oh it's feed time for Arlo off he goes and we're just in a spot in the classroom and when other children from other classes come in, they're always really interested. They always want to know how does Arlo eat and, and how does that all work? So I just talk them through what we do and they can just see and then they're all like, oh, oh okay, cool. And they just, off they go. It, it's just so normal for them all. Yeah. My name is Frankie. And how do you know Arlo, Frankie? Mm, I met him in school. And at school, are you there when Arlo has his lunch? Mm, sometimes. And what do you guys do when you're eating together? Um, we chat. What do you chat about? Mm, like, about school. Uh, he's having a chat now over there. <laughs> Hi, Arlo. And how about at your house? Because sometimes Arlo comes just today. He had a play date at your house and he yeah. had lunch there. What was that like? Um, it was fun. Yeah, what did you guys do? Um, we read uh. some books. We went on the trampoline and then we went for a walk. What do you think about the way that Arlo eats? Mm, it's pretty cool. And what do your little brother and sister think about the way that Arlo eats when he has his lunch around at your house? Teddy likes him. Yeah. And Billy just smiles. That was one of Arlo's besties, Frankie. And that brings us to the end of our first episode of Tubi Talks. I hope you've enjoyed hearing a little about what tube feeding is like for Arlo and some of the people in his community. If you did, you might also be interested to read the Blend Tube Feeding Lifestyle magazine, which is free to dive right into online at theblendmag.com. Tubi Talks will be back with more episodes and guests. And here's a little sampler of what's to come. I'm like the horrible mother who won't let my poor little boy have a hot chip. <laughs> the only difference between me and you is that my esophagus is outside my body. And my head is this podcast is brought to you by the team at Intermed Medical and me, Melanie Dimmitt. 
and what a treat it is to celebrate this different but no less worthy way of eating. Thank you for listening. Let's do this again soon.